Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosen. Welcome to episode 171 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games or expansions that came out last week include Dead by Daylight, Resident Evil Project W, Aliens Fireteam Elite Pathogen, Back for Blood, Children of the Worm, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Cowabunga Collection, and F1 Manager 2022. The games coming out this week include Disney Dreamlight Valley, Circus Electric, Kaiju the Kaiju Dating Sim, Game Type DX, White Day a Labyrinth Named School, Justice Sucks, Tower Princess, Cat Maze, and NBA 2K23. Now onto last week's biggest news stories and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Halo Infinite's co-op and forge modes delayed to November. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, 343 Industries is delaying its next season of Halo Infinite to March of 2023 extending its current season that started in May to 10 months long instead of the original promised 3 months. While Halo Infinite players are desperate for fresh content, the long-awaited Forge beta has also now been delayed and will launch on November 8th alongside the co-op mode. Forge is originally planned for September and will allow Halo Infinite players to edit multiplayer levels and build new maps to share with fellow players. It was hugely popular in previous Halo games and leaks have shown that Forge in Halo Infinite looks like it will be a lot of fun for players. 343 Industries is launching two new multiplayer maps alongside Forge on November 8th, and they're both built using the Forge editor. Campaign co-op and mission replay will also be available on November 8th after a delay from a late August target. But 343 Industries is sadly scrapping plans for a local split-screen co-op mode. Quote, In order to improve and accelerate ongoing live service development and to better address player feedback and quality of life updates, we have reallocated studio resources and are no longer working on local campaign split-screen co-op. End quote set 343 Industries in a statement to IGN. While it's bad news for Halo fans hoping to relive the fun of some couch co-op, Halo Infinite players will be able to team up online using the co-op feature once the winter update launches on November 8th. Players have been complaining about the XP system in Halo Infinite ever since its launch, and the new winter update will include new ways to earn XP. Instead of being forced to complete challenges, there will be a new match XP beta that lets players level up alongside completing the battle pass. Once Season 3 eventually launches on March 7, 2023, Arena and Big Team Battle will get new maps, and players will get access to a new Shroud screen equipment ability that lets them disappear from the radar. Halo Infinite will also get a much-needed in-game reporting system to allow players to report cheaters easily. Forge will be a big test for Halo Infinite, particularly after the game's delayed release and continued seasonal delays. Halo Infinite launched to much interest last year, but that interest soon turned to criticism over cosmetics, the XP system, and lack of content. These next Halo Infinite releases appear to be tackling the feedback head-on, let's just hope they arrive on time. <sighs> It's hard not to just sigh every time Halo Infinite comes up. As noted on the show, this needed to be the flagship of Xbox moving forward. This needed to be better than great, it needed to be excellent, it needed to be amazing, it needed to be enthralling, it needed to capture audience, it needed to be the game that everyone wanted to play day in and day out. And they are so far away from that. They have blundered this since launch, which sucks because the gameplay is incredible. It's so much fun to play. But what is there to do? I mean, everything just keeps getting delayed and delayed and delayed. You cannot do that in a live service game. And how many promises are there that just get undone? No split screen co-op? Seasons that last 10 months? I mean, I don't say this slightly, and it seems like there is a portion of the community that feels this way, but someone needs to be held accountable for this. And that person would be Bonnie Ross, head of 343. 
I mean, it is absolutely unacceptable that the flagship of Xbox has been handled this way, that the community is this upset, and that they keep wondering. I mean, sure, you can't compare studio to studio, apples to oranges, whatever, but Destiny continues to hit seasonal content and major expansions sooner than Halo can put out a season. I mean, it's just flat out embarrassing with the resources that Microsoft and Xbox has. I don't even know what Halo looks like in the future. Maybe they're taking all this time to fix the engine, set things right for the future going forward. Maybe they can have a redemption story like a Halo Infinite 2.0, but man, I have no interest in playing this game. And I loved the gameplay, the multiplayer was fun, and the campaign I did enjoy, but what a blunder from before. Really sad. Number two, Xbox Game Pass friends and family plan confirmed, initial pricing details revealed. Cat Bailey at IGN writes, Microsoft has finally revealed the long-rumored Xbox Game Pass friends and family plan just days after a local leak all but confirmed the new subscription tier. Xbox announced that the new plan, which will allow subscribers to share with up to four other friends or family members, is being tested in Ireland and Colombia, where it will cost €21.99 per month and 49900 COP, respectively. Friends and family plan members will gain all of the usual benefits of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which includes cloud streaming and a rotating selection of games. While pricing details haven't been revealed in the US, it figures to be roughly $10 more than the current Xbox Game Pass Ultimate plan, which currently costs $14.99. The plan will allow users to share the cost among multiple people, making it a boon for college students who are now just returning to the dorms. In addition to the pricing details, Xbox also released an FAQ detailing how the service works and how it will work across different regions. It also confirmed that users can only be a member of one group at a time and that group members can only join a group up to two times per year. Subscribers who change their current plan will have their time remaining converted according to a number of different formulas. The friends and friendly plan is not yet available in the US, UK, or Europe, but should be revealed in those regions relatively soon. So we did report on this last week, but it's good to finally get it confirmed and official that it's happening. I'm really intrigued to see what this could do for me and my friends. If we can really be in different parts of the country, all pay that $24.99 a month, and then all get four different full Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscriptions? That would be wild, and that's something I'm very much intrigued in, and I can't wait to find out more. Number three, the Xbox stream is back for Tokyo Game Show 2022. Jeremy Hinton, head of Xbox Asia, writes on Xbox Wire, We are pleased to confirm that Xbox will be making its digital return to Tokyo Game Show on September 15th at 5 a.m. Eastern, with a stream broadcast celebrating the vibrant players and visionary creators across the region. Like years past, this will be a show created for our players in Japan and Asia. We invite fans to tune into the Tokyo Game Show 2022 Xbox stream, where you can expect to see updates on existing titles from Xbox Game Studios, and titles launching from developer partners that we hope will delight players here in Japan, across Asia, and around the world. The Xbox stream will be available on Tokyo Game Show's official YouTube channel, Xbox YouTube channels in Japan, Korea, Hong Kong, Taiwan, Southeast Asia, Australia, and New Zealand, and on Bilibini in China. This is great! Xbox needs that stronger presence in Japan and the East Asia market, Xbox Series X and S have done markedly better in terms of sales in the region when you compare that to the abysmal one for the Xbox One. As they've noted, set expectations, updates on existing titles, maybe we'll get a few cool new trailers for us to see in the US. I'm excited, I always love these showcases, I will catch it on demand because I am not waking up at 5am. Number 4, Call of Duty will become part of Xbox Game Pass but launch on PlayStation on the same day. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Xbox boss Phil Spencer has confirmed that Call of Duty, along with the likes of Diablo and Overwatch, is eventually coming to Game Pass, but it will still be released on PlayStation on the same day. Announced in a Microsoft blog post, Spencer confirmed that Activision Blizzard's library of games is coming to Xbox Game Pass once the acquisition deal goes through, which includes Call of Duty and other blockbuster titles like Diablo and Overwatch. 
Spencer said that Xbox's goal was to bring games to as many people as possible and therefore reaffirmed alongside the Game Pass news that Call of Duty would arrive on the PlayStation the same day as it launches elsewhere. Quote, we intend to make Activision Blizzard's much-loved library of games, including Overwatch, Diablo, and Call of Duty, available in Game Pass and to grow these gaming communities, end quote. Spencer said in the blog post, quote, by delivering even more value to players, we hope to continue growing Game Pass, extending its appeal to mobile phones and Kenny connected devices, end quote. It could be a while before Activision Blizzard's games arrive on Game Pass, of course, and Spencer didn't give any specific date or details regarding which games would be coming to the service. As with other Xbox first-party titles like Forza and Halo, future iterations of these Activision Blizzard franchises will presumably come to Game Pass on day one. Overwatch 2 and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 both have 2022 release dates. However, while Diablo 4 is due next year, meaning they may have been released before the acquisition deal goes through. This isn't much of a surprise, but it's good to get that confirmation. We knew this was coming as part of the deal. They're trying to say this as they're being audited in the UK for the deal and being vetted by the regulatory services there. Just nice that once this deal goes through, and it seems like it will, all these games are going to be added to our Game Pass subscription. So you have to believe at least within a year or two of this acquisition going through, that Game Pass price is going up. And guess what? It's still going to be worth whatever they charge. Number five, Ubisoft confirms Assassin's Creed Mirage after multiple leaks. ONS Good at Polygon writes, It's official, Assassin's Creed Mirage is the next title of the next game in Ubisoft's open world adventure series. The publisher confirmed the title as well as its star and setting in a tweet on Thursday, following an earlier leak of the game's artwork. The image Ubisoft shared showed the protagonist, Assassin Basim, introduced in 2020's Assassin's Creed Valhalla, leaping through an archway with Baghdad's Palace of the Golden Gate in the background. That landmark was the Caliphal Palace during the Abbasid Caliphate of the late 9th century, during which Mirage is set. Earlier leaks and reports said that Basim, a fan-favorite character who is actually a reincarceration of the Norse deity Loki in Valhalla's canon, would headline a new game. Assassin's Creed Mirage is set to be a return to Assassin's Creed roots in the Middle East and stealth-focused gameplay. Mirage, also known by the codename Rift, began life as an expansion to Valhalla, but was pressed into service on Ubisoft's publishing calendar as a standalone title to round out an otherwise thin period for new releases. Fans will learn more about Assassin's Creed Mirage as well as the future of the franchise as a whole during the Ubisoft Forward livestream event scheduled for Saturday, September 10th at 3pm Eastern. I think it's cool that this seems like it's going to be a smaller title, get back to the roots of Assassin's Creed. Now, I only played a couple of hours of the first one way back in the day. I did play a big chunk of Odyssey, but the game is just so big. I love the protagonist in that game. I enjoyed my time with it. This isn't on my radar. 2023 is going to be huge with releases. I will not be playing this game. Number six, all new Mafia game confirmed to be in development. Cat Bailey at True Achievements writes, After months of rumors, Hangar 13 confirmed today that a brand new Mafia game is under development, though it remains to be seen whether it will be titled Mafia 4. The news came from a Mafia 20th anniversary interview with Hangar 13 general manager Roman Heladic and head of production and media directors Thomas Hebrick. They bare took time to look back on the franchise's journey over the past 20 years before Halatic got to the news. Quote, I'm happy to confirm we started work on the all-new Mafia project. While it's a few years away and we can't share anything more right now, we're really excited to keep working on the beloved franchise and to entertain our players with new stories, and quote, Halatic said. As the name implies, Mafia is basically an open-world version of The Godfather, featuring a story that stretches from the 1930s to the 1960s. Hangar 13 remade the original Mafia in 2020, which was praised for featuring, quote, Excellent performances from its new cast, a fantastic driving model, and a beautiful and authentic city cruising with the 1930s atmosphere." Unquote. Hypothetical Mafia 4 has been rumored for some time now. It's unclear where or when it will be set, but based on the story progression, a Scarface-like 1980s setting wouldn't be out of the question. Either way, it'll be a while before we see this new Mafia project, whatever it turns out to be. 
One of my good friends loved these games back in the day. It never appealed to me. I was never a big open world GTA-like person and the setting, just not for me. And it's my shameful admission to say I've never even seen The Godfather. Maybe I shouldn't say that on a podcast. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox. And since we're talking about some bad news with Halo Infinite again, let's do a fun fact about all the Metacritic scores ranked from worst to best and how the Halo games rank of all time. At number 14, Halo Spartan Assault with a 53. At number 13, Halo Spartan Strike with a 66. At number 12, Halo Wars 2 with a 79. At number 11, Halo Wars with an 82. At number 10, Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary with an 82. Halo 3 ODST with an 83 at number 9. Number 8, Halo 5 Guardians with an 84. Number 7, Halo The Master Chief Collection with an 85. Number 6, Halo 4 with an 87. Number 5, Halo Infinite with an 87. Number 4, Halo Reach with a 91. Number 3, Halo 3 with a 94. Number 2, Halo 2 with a 95. And of course, Halo Combat Evolved, number 1 with a 97. The top of that list, not surprising. I think my personal favorite is Halo Reach, although Halo 3. I mean, what a time to be alive when that game came out. I will say, I don't like Halo Wars 2 being at number 12 out of 14 on this list with a 79. That game is excellent. The cutscenes are incredible, and the gameplay, really fun on a console. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, after grinding, grinding, grinding away, I completed the King's Fall raid with my friends, really enjoyed it. Destiny 2 is a commitment to excellence, and I'm trying my hardest to pull myself away from that game because there's so many other games I want to play. And what perfect timing to get me pulled away than my favorite game of all time being remade. Yes, I'm a sucker. Say what you will. It's my favorite game. If they want to put a new, prettier version of it out every year, I'll still buy it. It is The Last of Us Remake, and I am playing that on my PS5. My name is Brian Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.